there's so many other ways to be active. Let's just call it active. That's not an organized sport with a ball. It doesn't have to be this big organized thing. It can be little things that's part of your daily life and that they'll learn that it's really fun just to be active with each other, with you as a parent and with their friends. Welcome to the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. This is Christine. And I do want to say that if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and give it a review. Leave me a comment. Give me some stars. Five would be great. Two would be great. Anything would be great, honestly. Since it's kind of a newer podcast, it helps us out so much in allowing other people to find it. So it shows up on searches better. Today, I have my husband, Dave. We've been married for 19 years. He is oh so wise. And so I'm thrilled to have him on to talk about this topic today. This is a comment that I got on one of my YouTube videos. Really? Yes. And I think you're going to like this Okay. because it's about athletes and kids. So there are several follow-up questions. We'll just go take them one at a time. Okay. All right. Were your kids naturally inclined to become athletes? So for those that don't know, Dave and I have four children. The oldest is 18 as of the recording of this down to 10. We have one girl and three boys. Were our kids naturally inclined to become athletes? I think that what they mean by that is, are they natural athletes? I'm going to say heck no. I'm going to say heck no. Heck to the no on that one. None of them showed like natural athleticism. No. I wouldn't say so. No. And it was kind of shocking because I was, you know, I did sports from super young, four, five years old. I did everything. Soccer baseball. Well, they didn't have girls softball when I was a kid. So I was the only girl on the baseball team. I played baseball with the boys. I played basketball. I did swimming. I did track. I did it all. What did you do? I did little league baseball, did soccer, um, tennis, golf. I also did gymnastics. Forgot to mention that. I did cheer and gymnastics in high school and college. I mean, as a, as a young whippersnapper, I did gymnastics. I quit by the time I was 10, but I was always super competitive. And while not the most athletically gifted in my family, uh, I leaned towards being fairly good at most sports that I tried. I would say you're the same, Dave. Pretty good at most sports you try. I had a knack for watching a sport on TV and being able to do it fairly quickly after that. Like mm-hmm. I could see an action and mimic it pretty easily. Yeah. So I wouldn't call that athleticism. That was a different kind of awareness, but it worked for me. But I, I have seen you try things later in life and you tend to pick it up pretty easily. Yeah. So yeah, I would say you're naturally athletic in comparison to my nephew, my sister's oldest son, the opposite of athletically gifted. So our oldest Haley, you know, we signed her up for soccer when she was five. Cause why not? Dave and I were athletic and you play soccer when you're five. That's what you do. So we took her to play soccer and I couldn't believe how bad she was at it, (laughs) that she didn't care. She wasn't competitive. She was like, hi, mom, when do I get Gatorade? (laughs) And I was like, everyone else cares about the ball. My kid does not care about the ball. It was weird to me. Those days were funny. (laughs) Not fun. No. Funny. Funny. Five-year-old soccer is hilarious to watch. Really funny because it's just a a herd of children. Picking picking grass and (laughs) watching it blow away in the wind. Throwing it up in the air. It was really great. Meanwhile, the other kids score goals on us over and over until the rest of the parents are crying. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> okay, the follow-up to this first question. I want to raise my young three and younger boys to be athletic, but my husband is very busy. So it's only me with them most of the time. So she has young boys, three and younger. I don't, I don't know how many boys, let's say two, two boys, three and younger. They are so young. They have so much time. Yeah. And here's the thing. Let's kind of go through our kids. Haley became athletic when she found sports that she loved. It was not all sports. I was very sad it wasn't basketball. I, I love the game of basketball. Huge, huge fan. But she really loved volleyball and she really loved softball. And she worked her tail off to be pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Not the top. Not the best. Pretty good. I have so many thoughts in my head because that was such a crazy time. I mean, Haley, I feel like I'm so unprepared to be a speaker on this topic because our kids are not naturally athletic. Well, I think that's the beauty of this question because it probably looks like they are, but they're not. So I, I'm going to say the key with all of them is finding the right sport. There is a sport for all kids, but it's probably not going to be the one that you think. So I'll move to Andrew, who's our oldest son, is, um, how would you say this nicely? A Dude, little uncoordinated? Absolutely uncoordinated. A little clunky? And by clunky, I mean, I thought I put him in track because I'm like, how could he mess that up? You run in a straight line. No, he's clunky. He, he's, he's awkward when he runs. He's terrible with anything, any ball. Yeah, and... We had him do all of it, football, soccer, wrestling, baseball. Oh, baseball was a disaster. Oh, football was a disaster. Football was a disaster. I sat on the sidelines. Do you remember that day that this kid, we were in North Carolina, this kid who's going to be a defensive back for the Detroit Lions or something. Is that a real team? Yes. Okay. I should have said Carolina Panthers. Yeah, you should have. Came out of nowhere. I mean, he saw Andrew and for 20 yards beelined it and just picked up steam like a locomotive and ran Andrew over. This is flag football. It was flag football with like, what, seven-year-olds? He was seven. Yeah, he was seven. I about came unglued. That I, I almost laid into that ref so bad. Because it was a little rough for seven-year-old flag football. But what we learned is Andrew is not good at team sports with a ball. Yeah. He doesn't he does not do ball sports. Now, what's interesting about Andrew is he's not too bad on the mountain bike. He loves the mountain bike. And that's a kind of a unique sport. And we saw that pretty early when he was younger, mm -hmm. he was good on bikes. Period. Yes. And so he, he does he always loved bikes. And it's cool that we live in an area that has that as a sport for high school kids, yeah. which is super fun. And even though he he loves to mountain bike, he's pretty good at it. He's kick my butt, kick your butt now that he's like really growing. He's still not winning at the races. He doesn't win. What's interesting about Andrew is that he's not that competitive. If you want to win really bad, he'll let you because he wants you to be happy. He has the heart of gold. It's the <laughs> sweetest thing. He truly is kind in his soul, right? Do you remember that first mountain bike race at Targhee? <laughs> I, I kind of was coaching him the whole weekend on how to do it and how to like strategize and hold back some energy. And 
<laughs> he he finished like second to last. Yeah, he did. He wasn't last, but he was dang close. He was he was dang close. And, and I was like, Andrew, what were you doing? He was like, having fun. I was enjoying the race, like you said, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Something got lost in translation there. I was like, I was trying to tell him to have fun, but he took it really seriously. <laughs> Which it's so funny because Dave and I are both very competitive. Like if we're racing, we are racing. If we're in something, we want to win, right? Andrew is not like that. So on some level, we just had to be okay with him not caring like we cared. Yeah. He found kind of a unique sport that he really loves. And what's great about mountain bike is it's a lifelong sport. Yeah. Like these kids that play football in high school, they're not playing football after high school. That is a sport that ends. And what I love about mountain bike and tennis and in volleyball, in some cases, you can play that your whole life. And those are the kind of sports I really want my kids to be heavily involved in. Let's move down to Tyler. Tyler's a unique case because he is short in stature. Puberty is not fair. Let's just throw that out there right now. For any of our kids. For any kids at all. Haley hit puberty very late. So she playing volleyball is the five foot two girl. And I'm like, one more inch, let's squeak it out. And then at the tail end of high school, she hits her growth spurt and gets to five seven, which is taller than me. And she was a little shrimp. And Tyler is extremely small. He is short. He's very thin. His frame is very small. He's just going to hit his growth spurt late. And for a kid that small to go up against kids that are his exact age, that are 10 inches taller than him and outweigh him by 50 pounds, you put a kid like that in flag football up against Tyler, that doesn't work. No, it's not fair. He can't, he can't play <laughs> soccer. He can't play basketball. He's going to get run over. Even to a certain extent in mountain biking, he's got kids his size, his age that are twice his size. Literally. They're bigger than me. Yes, they are. And when you're going downhill against somebody like that. He's going to lose going downhill. <laughs> they just weigh more than him. They just have so much more potential energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People who weigh more going downhill on a bike, they will win yeah. going downhill. That's just science. That's just the way it works. So he showed actually quite a love for baseball. Dave and I had the opportunity to coach a baseball team for Tyler when he was 11, which was really fun. And I didn't think he was that bad. He's a little more competitive than the other kids. He really tried. He's such a good kid. He's so happy when he's out there with people doing things. But well, COVID hit and all sport, all team sports were canceled for two years. And by the time everything was open again, he everyone had shot up like two feet taller than him. And he just didn't want to do it anymore. So Tyler does mountain bike, which he is quite good. Yeah. He is. He's really good. He's in the top. He doesn't win-win, but he is near the top. When he actually starts to learn, when his body starts developing muscle <laughs> and he gets stronger, he's going to be pretty hard to contend with. He is. And then the other thing Tyler really gelled with is gymnastics, which lends itself to smaller statured people. So he's been doing gymnastics, team gymnastics, competitive gymnastics for the last year and a half, year and a little bit. We're starting our second season. Yes, we're starting our second season of that. And he loves it. He loves to perform. I think he loved his first year. I think he's kind of hit a plateau this year. So I don't know how much he loves it. He has been excited this last week. Okay, he's well, learning it's, some cool it's tricks. Coming around. Yeah, he's learning some cool tricks on the rings. He's super excited about it. He has a few things, but I mean, he's 13. It took us a long time to find these things. Yeah. And Ryan. 
Ryan has desire. He does. He, I would say he is competitive. Ryan's competitive. He is larger in stature for his age and also a little clunky. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's a little awkward. I think he could be a pretty good mountain biker. Of course, we take him when we can. Now, I've done some trail runs with him, and he doesn't mind trail running. He really, yeah, I've taken him on a few, and he has really seems to enjoy those quite a bit. So maybe he'll be a runner. I don't know. Oh. He doesn't seem like he's got a runner's build. <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't seem that way, but he's still young. He's only 10. So maybe let me back up a little bit here. I, I have a, a theory about why our kids aren't as athletic as we used to be. How much sports did you watch with your dad? Did your dad watch sports a lot on TV? Yes. Uh, my dad watched sports all the time on TV and took me to several like pro games when I was quite young. Yeah. And my dad, oh, I was the oldest in my family and my dad loves sports. So when I would play basketball when I was eight, he would make me stay after practice with him and he would coach me for an extra hour or hour and a half working on technique and shooting and rebounds and layups and all these other things. So we did it all the time. So I used to do the same thing. I love sports, got to watch them on TV all the time. Got to go and I lived in Vegas, watch the UNLV running rebels during the Jerry Tarkanian heyday. I saw a lot of sports. I don't understand anything you just said. I know that's how crazy geeky I was over. <laughs> You're went, kind of a nerd. I lived in Arizona. I got to watch Lou Olson. U of A Wildcats win national championships. I watch sports all the time on I TV. I watch Scottie Pippen. Our kids, <laughs> since we did cord cutting very mm -hmm. early on in our marriage, have not been able to watch live sports. That's true. We really have only ever watched the Olympics. And I wonder sometimes how that, like not being able to see sports all the time on TV, if that affects their desire and will to be athletic or pursue some of these sports that we got exposed to just by watching TV. That's interesting. So I kind of like this, you know, her question was, I want to raise my young boys to be athletic. They're three and younger, right? You have five years easy before this is going to get serious even a little bit. So I wouldn't worry too much, but here's the part that makes me think a little bit. She's looking for some advice. I want to do right by the boys, but I'm not athletic. This is what she's saying. I'm not athletic. I'm slim but not athletic. I have no idea what I'm doing. So this makes me think of your sister. I won't say her name. We'll call her your youngest sister. Okay. Dave, your youngest sister who did no sports her entire life. I would say very non-athletic, the opposite of athletic. She was in choir. She would play piano, taught piano lessons, right? No sports at all. After her fourth baby, she started running randomly. Mostly to get the anger out, <laughs> I think, a way to deal with having four kids that were five and under. And darn it, if she didn't find something she was dang good at. She's dang good. She is a naturally gifted runner. Really, really great runner who didn't start running until her late 20s. And she was slender and said she was uncoordinated mm -hmm. and not sporty at all. And she still found something that she loved and that she was good at. So that ending part, I, I kind of feel like, don't put yourself in a box. Like you have so much life ahead of you. Who knows how it's going to end up? Who knows what you're going to end up finding? I didn't start mountain biking until I was like 39. I'll say there are very few people that have natural athleticism. 
but you can be athletic okay. with practice, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would just tell that person, yeah, don't label yourself. Don't put yourself in a box. You can always grow into anything like that. But finding something that you like to do and letting your kids see that might be a really good way to share a passion for activity, for sport with your kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we've done. We've practiced, now just so you know, we've practiced with the kids a lot on a lot of different sports. I mean, I used yes. to throw baseballs with Haley, softballs with Haley. I used to practice football and, and baseball with Andrew, right? We used to do a lot of throwing and playing catch in the yard. Yes. We did a lot of goofing around on bikes in the front yard. Like those are the things that we did often. So I think what you do for leisure around the house does seem to wear off on your kids a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say rub off on your kids. Rub off. Yeah. This is say it doesn't have to be an organized sport in like my kid plays football. My kid plays soccer. My kid plays volleyball, baseball, whatever, fill, basketball, fill in the blank. There's so many other ways to be active. Let's just call it active. That's not an organized sport with a ball. You can go on hikes. You can go throw the Frisbee around a yard. You can go play kickball. I used to play kickball in my yard all the time as a kid. It doesn't have to be this big organized thing. It can be little things. That's part of your daily life. And that they'll learn that it's really fun just to be active with each other, with you as a parent and with their friends. And that's kind of the lead in to being, I don't know, sporty, athletic as they grow. There's so many cool things out there. Pickleball is growing like crazy. Crazy. Like the fastest growing sport in the U.S. right now. It's kind of nuts. You know, pickleball is way easy. Yeah, it is. You know, there's rock climbing gyms now everywhere. Everywhere. You know, find anything that you like to do. Mm -hmm. And maybe try a bunch of things until you find it. Right. Yeah. Most kids are pretty awkward. They don't know how to move their body very well. I would say any kind of weightlifting um, when they're a little bit older as a teen, I think is highly valuable. Just learn body awareness, how to move. I think that could be super helpful. I got to share one quick story. Mm-hmm. We have a friend that used to live down the street. He played college basketball. He was quite the athlete. Even at 40, I've seen him play basketball and like that guy has natural athleticism. Mm-hmm. Just super, super athletic. I mean, it's just awe-inspiring to watch. His son is also a phenomenal basketball player now. Mm-hmm. He's Andrew's age, playing in all sorts of leagues around the country. That guy told me he never once pushed his son to play basketball. In fact, he didn't even let him, but his son just naturally kind of went to it. When he was there and he wanted a basketball hoop, they bought him a basketball hoop. And he would be playing. I mean, you remember, he would be shooting hoops out there till it was dark 030 <laughs> every night. Yep. You know, it could start to snow and he'd be out there shooting hoops. Mm-hmm. And I never once saw his dad out there shooting hoops with him. That's true. He just, he kind of found it on his own. So I got to say some cases it's just the kid. Yeah. Some cases it's, it might be the kid trying to be what he thinks mom and dad want them to be. I don't know, but all their other kids aren't like that. That's really true. I wanted to throw it back when we kept putting the kids in flag football and basketball camps and soccer (laughs) and cross country and track and wrestling. I swear we tried it all. Swim team, we tried it all. And, you know, it was really frustrating as someone who loves sports to sit and watch your kids not love it. 
and to struggle with it and come and say, mom, please don't ever put me in a basketball camp ever again. On some level, you have to say, like, you have to hear your kid and not try and push your agenda on them. Our kids all found something athletic that they loved, that they were pretty good at. They all did. There is something you just have to be patient. And back when they were five and six and seven, and we were frustrated, I couldn't see to now. But now that I'm here looking backwards, it's kind of obvious that they just kind of, they needed to find their own way a little bit and just have the option of not doing what mom and dad wanted. I'm not sure how much I've told you this story, but when I was a kid, my parents didn't put me in any sports. I did know that. Yeah. You had to ask them. I had to ask to be put in little league. When all of my friends on the playground were throwing baseballs and I didn't know how, right? you know, they're playing soccer and I had never even heard of soccer, right? It wasn't something we ever watched on TV. I had to ask. And once I did ask, I got put in little league. I loved baseball. Baseball was a lot of fun. I hated batting. <laughs> it was no good. But I'm just saying it might be that you don't have to put your kids in everything. Maybe you let them kind of, maybe you wait until you see what their interests start to be as they start to form their own opinions and interests. For this specific girl, I will reiterate that they are young. They're young. You have a lot of parenting time left. Just go nice and slow, give them options, support them in what they do choose. Even if it is Rubik's Cube competitions, because wow, we've done that one. <laughs> I'll say, I don't think there's. I don't know there's any secret to raising athletic kids. I don't think so either. I think the secret is raise your kids to not want to be in the house on video games. Yeah, yeah. Try to get them to have natural desires. Like the expectation is they play physically. And you can do it with them. Yeah. When our kids were babies, I really thought they were going to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I was never under that assumption. I am well, not tall enough. Well, I love basketball. Our genes were not whatever lending themselves to be tall basketball players. I was I was a great forward because I would jump. So you just gotta you just gotta jump high and you're fine. Oh, I was a good jumper, but well, you're a you're guy. Only... I'm a girl, and I was above average. For <laughs> when you're girls. only five eight, it doesn't matter how high you jump, <laughs> unless you're Spud Web. Right. I'm just now towards the. I wouldn't call it the tail end of parenting, but coming up on the end of, you know, parenting young kids, I didn't think it would end up this way, like where they all ended up as far as being athletic and, and doing sports, but I'm pretty happy with where it ended up. It's not what I expected, but I'll I'm thrilled. I'll say after you get past some of those younger stages, mm -hmm. when you get to be older, the, old, the thing that matters the most is that your kids are happy and yes. fulfilled. Well said, Dave. And that you enjoy doing things with them. If you don't like being around them, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's a different issue. We'll cover that next week. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'll see you next time. Well, I won't see you. We'll chat more later. How about that? Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. We'll talk next time.